0: Today's episode of M-Vibe Live Conversations podcast is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started
1: essentially you're creating a template or a guide saying, this is how it's okay to treat me. Look, I treat myself this way.
0: Right. So true. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's kind of goes a little bit back to that law of attraction.
1: It, that's exactly what it is. You know, it's
0: what you put out there is what mm-hmm. you're getting back in return, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, what you put out there, there is that golden rule of how you treat others is you know, how you want to be treated or but
1: all these ancient things yeah. too, we're though, we're are like, yeah. you know,
0: how you treat yourself Self is
1: how you want others the to treat you you're
0: putting out there. Mm-hmm.
1: And know? isn't that true?
0: It's so I mean, true. but I mean,
1: even if you don't believe in the law of attraction or energy, mm-hmm. I mean, just stop for a minute and think about the common sense of mm-hmm. how can you expect someone else to treat you lovingly if you're not treating yourself that way?
0: Welcome to the InVibe Life podcast with Amy Parker and Cheryl Dunn. By tuning in, you are joining a community that will inspire you to increase balance, wellness, and joy in your life. We'll offer expert information and insightful conversations to help us all on our journey to live more InVibe. For more information and articles, remember to also check out our website at InVibeLife.com. That's E N V I B E L I F E.com. And we're grateful that you're here. Welcome to Vibe Live Conversations with Amy Parker and Cheryl Dunn. Today we're going to talk about that little voice in your head and what that does to you. And if you're listening to it and all things, little voice in your head that Amy and I um, use this conversation a lot to kind of help each other mm-hmm. in our journey of Self-help, I guess, is a great way to put that.
1: Yeah, I think um, this was one of my hugest aha moments in personal development for me. And it's come over years and had different stages and different things that have been revealed to me. Um, but realizing how often I talk negatively to myself and how limiting that has been to me all my life um, was really a monumental discovery, realization, and whatever you would think like that.
0: I I would have to completely agree that once I discovered that there was this voice in my head that was constantly talking Mm -hmm. and that that voice in my head wasn't in alignment with my heart. Yeah. You know, and that those were really in my heart was more in alignment with my soul and that that was my true self and the voice in my head was this kind of made up thing that said things that weren't always the truth. Most of the time they weren't the truth.
1: Right. Or they might be rooted in pain or suffering that it's time to heal. Correct. Mm -hmm. Even if there's some truth in them, that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean it's good to let them stay there
0: mm-hmm. and mm-hmm.
1: reside there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I think another way to think about that voice in your head, although I don't know, for me, that resonates with me, that that makes a lot of sense to me mm-hmm. is, you know, some people would call that the ego or like we've talked about Gary Zukoff before he talks about the personality mm-hmm. and how the ego is different from the soul or the personality is different from the soul and so i mean that's the first thing i think to identify or realize is what is that voice in your head and where does it come from
0: yes so i when i first heard it called the ego i had a hard time with that Mm -hmm. because i first defined that as egotistical Mm -hmm. right and the ego in your head is not egotistical always it can be but so therefore using it being called the personality that resonated more yeah. with me than calling it the ego. Mm-hmm. But there are definitely times it needs that ego title versus personality title. That...
1: And I think they can be interchangeable. Totally. I agree with you mm-hmm. that it that's what made it click for me as well. And again, mm-hmm. and I think the voice in my head made it click even yes. more. And that exactly. I mean that's something that you taught me. Like when you were going through um the judgment detox and um, yeah. talking about look first at how you're judging yourself or yes, how you're talking yes. to yourself. Uh-huh. That, that clicked with me a lot as well.
0: I just think that um, things changed drastically in my life mm-hmm. when I started recognizing that there was that voice. And I'm telling you, I did not recognize that until I was way into my 40s.
1: Oh, me too.
0: I mean, which is crazy. So I am trying to feed my children this little information so that they start to recognize they have that voice in their head and that, cause I think that's the first step is just recognize that it's even there, mm-hmm. you know, cause think it took us till our forties to recognize it was there. Right. So if you know from the very beginning as a kid that there's this voice versus your true self, you know, and to recognize that voice. And then the beauty of it is, is I try and teach my kids too sometimes, And everything I try and teach my children, trust me, it's because I've been doing it to myself. It's not that Mm -hmm. it's isolated to them. But if you recognize the voice and it's there, is it telling you the truth? Mm -hmm. You know? Because you could be really down on yourself in some certain situations, and that's not really the truth, you know? And I think um, that's something that Amy and I recognized going through a counseling I guess you would say together yeah, as we partners. we
1: have as as we've started in vibe life um we thought it was important for us to um have some outside help with our relationship because partnerships are difficult and mm-hmm. part partnerships can be hard, whether they're um relationships or business partnerships but business partnerships take a different dynamic and when you've been friends, that can be challenging mm-hmm. so Which that's kind of a whole nother topic, but, (laughs) but but one of the things we did was, um, we saw a wellness coach or a life coach, um, for some joint sessions together. And in going through that, we talked about this voice in our heads as, you know, what was limiting us from fulfilling our life's purpose or from moving towards our life's purpose. And we actually went so far and this counselor advised us to, Give that voice in your head that she calls an inner saboteur, a name. So we actually went through and named that voice in our head. And so here's, and we'll get to that in a second, but really a couple of important things in doing that. The first thing is you start to realize that voice isn't you, you know, it's not your true authentic self. It is something else that you can identify, sit back and observe, right? But then the second thing is you start to see the patterns in your life because for most of us that inner voice or inner saboteur um, comes from deep seated issues that we need to work on. Probably you know some of the things we were put on this earth to work on yeah, right you now. Might not
0: know what they came from. Yeah, and and you may not
1: even need to. Maybe you need to get to what they came from. Maybe you don't. That's part of your journey. But seeing that there are probably patterns, and that's we both saw, yes, there are patterns in how we speak negatively to ourselves. Mm -hmm. So you want to talk about yours?
0: (laughs) Of course you want me to go first. Yeah, I do. I do. (laughs) Yeah, so Amy and I uh, discovered that we had that voice, and that that voice was not always nice, and so we gave it a name, and I gave mine the name lowly now i feel bad because i have a friend named lowly and hers is a beautiful name but i spelt mine l-o-w-l-y and that came from low negative that's what i was thinking and i like, just put the e like on you weren't
1: worthy yeah, yeah. An, an
0: unworthiness like you don't deserve that mm-hmm. you're never gonna get that kind mm-hmm. of thing and so that's where my name came from and I just added the little E because I think it's a girl. <laughs> 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 I don't know if it's feminine or not, but that's what I called it. So
1: And so for me it's Meanie. M-E-A-N-I-E meanie, mm-hmm. which is pretty self evident, and that's really what it was, is critical talk. You're not good enough. Why do you think you deserve this? Why do you think you can do this? Um, Those sorts of things are things that have come up for me all of my life. And so realizing um, how many of them were coming from myself was key. And, um, again, having that thing I can identify makes me more able to face it. Mm -hmm. Okay, and so here's another thing that was important, and we'll just throw this out there too. By having each other and having gone through that counseling together, it has become something that we help each other with.
0: It, a, a lot. Mm-hmm. I would say, and it's a good thing because like Amy and I, not only are we business partners, but we're partners in this spiritual journey together. Yes. And we've recognized that, and we use that as a tool for your, our own growth personally. Mm -hmm. And so often I find that I pick when I notice something's getting at me, driving me crazy or making me sad or whatever. I've been triggered. Amy is the person I'll call and Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll tell her everything that's going on. And it's not that she has all these solutions or that she's trying to give these solutions. She's that ear that I bend that I know she's on this journey to make me better. Does that make sense? I'd say it's something like um,
1: shared values and goals, yes. but still being able to be a little bit neutral, like what yes. you can't see yes. yourself.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. And so I'll pick up the phone and I'll call her and tell her what's going on. And I know it's always deeper than what I'm throwing out at her. And all she has to say is this sounds like Loli. Mm-hmm. And with that statement right there, it's such a powerful tool for me. It makes me go, oh, I need to discover deeper, deeper. Where is this coming from? It's really awesome because it's not her giving me a solution. It's not her shaming or telling me that it's going to be okay. It's none of that. Mm -hmm. It's just this little like idea of maybe there's some other layers of this onion that you haven't unraveled yet. And when you unravel those, you'll see where it's coming from. So it's, it's awesome for us to have this sort of partnership mm-hmm. that we can say that that she, all she has to say that sounds like lowly and I can say to her oh Mimi's kind of risen her little head right you
1: know and and it helps a lot and it it makes you feel like you have someone else who's helping to support you in that mm-hmm. challenge of facing that what almost feels like an entity sometimes trying to sabotage
0: yes you yes because mm-hmm. that's what the voice in the head the head is mm-hmm. it's that saboteur that is telling you, you can't win the race, Mm -hmm. you know, or you're not good enough. Maybe it's as simple as you shouldn't buy those
1: shoes. You're not worth it. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Some of these conversations we've had haven't been the most profound things in the world. They've been, I have this pair of shoes I really want. And I feel like I shouldn't do it for some reason. I'm like, wow, that, that sounds a little like lowly or, with me, I've got to get this just right. I just don't think it's good enough yet. It's not up to where we should have it or publish it. And Cheryl calls me on it. On is that your opinion or Meanie's opinion? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And so that's just a little. Um, that's so
0: true, though. So I know. So true. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I know, and that, and it's important that we know that about each other for this business relationship too,
0: completely completely because mm-hmm. what we're trying to put out at Vibe is this um journey of self-work and how we're going about it and so you know we're we're walking the walk yeah with it
1: we are mm-hmm.
0: and it's not always pretty it's not always pretty it's
1: not always easy
0: but it can be a lot of fun
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's and and very freeing and liberating. Yes. And so, I mean, that's the other thing. Um, we all have things here to work on. Mm-hmm. And that's if we didn't, we wouldn't be here. That, I mean, that's the earth and this life is for learning and growing and developing. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, honor that process and realize the beauty in it. Too. And that no, even when you have that saboteur or that challenge you're facing, it's all for your betterment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. It, it can be if you're mm-hmm. willing to learn that. You know, uh, another thing that comes up to me is I remember you mentioned this to me at one time make a list of the things that are important to you and are you on it?
0: Yes. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Like make a list of the things you love and how long does it take you to put your name on that list? Yeah. I, I stole that from somebody and I can't quite remember right off the top of my head where I stole that. But I thought it was beautiful I was because it's not often that we put ourselves on that list. That's one I want to... I've been writing an article recently about Mm -hmm. how I use these tools with my children and that's when I haven't used with them yet, but I Mm -hmm. might use that this weekend just to see how long it takes them to do that. Yeah. They they're getting used to mom experimenting with all of her. (laughs) So what do you think about this? And you're lucky (laughs) by the time
1: I really started applying some of these principles to my life, my kids were a little older and um, it is different and it's hard and you know, Mom doesn't know what she's talking yeah. about, and yeah. I'm the last person who could help them figure out their own <laughs> stuff right now. Hopefully one day that will It'll
0: go full turn. circle. Yeah. Yeah, it'll go full circle. But mine are still young enough. I mean, my oldest is a little, you know, he fluctuates day to day whether mm-hmm. I'm cool enough to talk right. to him. But um, my little one, he's still, I don't know if he'll ever think I'm not cool enough. He just needs someone to talk to because his mouth is running all the time, <laughs> <laughs> which is fun. Um, so once you've recognized that mm-hmm. voice in the head and you noticed this theme that it usually has a theme of what it says, that's how you can give it a name. That's how mm-hmm. we named our slowly and meaning. And maybe you have multiple voices. Maybe you yeah. do have multiple mm-hmm. voices. That would be very entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this voice, if it talks to you long enough, can create a lot of physical side effects.
1: And emotional.
0: And emotional. Yeah.
1: So here's the thing. When what you're giving yourself is negative, negative thoughts, Mm -hmm. um, your mind doesn't really know the difference and your body doesn't really feel the difference. Your energetic body between a worry, so just a thought, and a stressful actual event that's happening. So in other words the sort of stress that'd be produced in you if you were um in a tsunami and drowning if you were being chased by a lion if you were you know having some um physical harm befalling you and you worrying about something really bad happening to you isn't discernible to your energetic body Correct. they both have negative imprints mm-hmm. So what happens is when you bring those negative thoughts up, you're going to get in, um, you know, a high anxiety state. Being in that high anxiety state is, of course, going to bring more negative thoughts and emotions to you. And you're going to get into a cycle where you just create a toxic energy. And here's the thing. That toxic energy has to go somewhere. What happens to it? Mm -hmm.
0: It could manifest in your body. Mm-hmm. Because you've got this heightened anxiety, which has physical changes, as such as your breath rate changes, your mm-hmm. heart rate changes. Therefore, the electrical system in the body that kind of pumps your hormones can change. Therefore, mm-hmm. you get the release of a stress hormone, mm-hmm. a constant low release of this stress hormone creates inflammation in the body and we know if inflammation is the root of all disease it could be something you know say you're living in this high this you know underlying low stress for many 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 years that could manifest as heart disease say you have something going on and um it's like a real stressful week at work it could manifest as a fever blister uh-huh right so there are physical things That happen.
1: And even kind of the quasi physical emotional things. Emotional. Like I've heard, you know, maybe uh, poor memory or maybe not sleeping well at night, which is something we hear so many people complain about. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I do know for me personally, that's one of my things. I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I can almost guarantee that if I've had something that I feel like is really upsetting or anxiety producing or worrisome happen to me in a day, I will be awake at three the next morning. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I will almost have it at the front of my mind the second I wake up. And I know I might as well just get out of bed for a little while because I am not going to be able to work through it.
0: Right, right. at 3 a.m. hmm Meany visit. It's not fun. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's just your, something
1: has to, when you create that intense toxicity, something has to happen to it to transmute it. Mm-hmm. Now, the best thing is if you can use stillness, meditation, mindfulness, practices like that to transmute that negative energy into a positive energy.
0: I think one of the things that you have to realize too, even before you do all those choices, uh-huh. you have to realize you have a choice. Yeah. You have a choice.
1: Because it's just meanie. Meanie isn't you.
0: Correct. Yeah. And once you realize you have a choice mm-hmm. to change your thoughts, you can change your direction, your future, your physical state. You have a choice. And that's mm-hmm. something that no one can take away from you. Mm-hmm. It's that choice. It's there. And it's it's the first tool. You have a choice. Tell yourself you have that choice. Now, what are you going to choose? Are you going to choose to think about the lion? Are you going to choose to sit down and do a meditation? Are you going to choose to do a mantra? Are you going to choose just to take some deep breaths? Mm-hmm. Are you going to choose to count? Sometimes I had tell my son to count backwards, you know, and That's by, good. And, and it's just a distraction. Um, I've also heard that like, if there's so much going on, just hand them an ice cube
1: Oh, interesting. And
0: and that physical touch of that cold ice cube will break a cycle. Because you it's know?
1: just shocking. It's
0: just shocking. Hmm. Yeah. So an ice cube will do it. Uh I I go for a run sometimes. Yeah. You know, and that
1: because you're moving energy. Yeah. And you gotta mm-hmm. get it
0: gotta get it out, gotta get it flushed, you know. I think that whatever your tool is, there's so many tools and we talk a lot about mm-hmm. different tools here at mvibe, um, pick one. And maybe next time you might have to find it. You might have to go grab that ice cube because you haven't tried Or, that or do a different
1: yet. tool. Or, um, if you can picture that saboteur that you've named, have a talk with them, you know, or write oh, them beautiful. a letter and mm-hmm. say, this is not okay. Mm-hmm. It's not okay for you to be controlling me like this and see if that can start to transmute
0: I love the letter I Some of that idea. energy. I think that's mm-hmm. really beautiful because when you put it on paper, um, you get it all out there. Maybe when you're done, you have a little ceremony and burn that paper. Yeah, so, you, could. you know, Maybe you've written down all of meanie or Lowly's thoughts and burned them. Mm-hmm. That sort of stuff.
1: Okay, so i want to talk another about another reason why I think figuring out and being honest about your self-talk and your inner voice is important because I really think that you can't. Hmm. Okay. Let me say this a different way. Okay. How you are treated by others starts with how you treat yourself. Mm -hmm. And so I think a lot of us get down sometimes because we don't receive the love we want from someone or we don't receive the support we want from someone or vice versa. Someone makes us feel low or someone makes us feel criticized or whatever that is.
0: Or not good enough.
1: Not good enough, not worthy, um, unloved, whatever those things are, the key to calling in the energies you want, even from other people is how you're treating yourself. Because how you treat yourself again, creates an energetic template It's either criticism or it's love. It's, you know, positivity or it's negativity. And then what that is you're putting out in the world and you're attracting others
0: to that energy. To that energy. Mm
1: -hmm. So you're, it's essentially you're creating a template or a guide saying, this is how it's okay to treat me. Look, I treat myself this way.
0: Right. So true. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's kind of goes a little bit back to that law of attraction.
1: It, that's exactly what it is you know, it's
0: what you put out there is what you're mm-hmm. getting back in return mm-hmm. you know and um what you put out there there is that golden rule of how you treat others is you know how you want to be treated or but all these ancient things yeah. too we're though like, are like, yeah. you know how you treat yourself Self is
1: how you want others the to treat you you're
0: putting out there
1: mm-hmm. and know? isn't that true
0: it's so I mean, true. but I
1: mean, even if you don't believe in the law of attraction or energy, mm-hmm. I mean, just stop for a minute and think about the common sense of mm-hmm. how can you expect someone else to treat you lovingly if you're not treating yourself that way?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely.
0: Definitely. Now it's interesting. We don't walk around and always see people being mean to themselves. Sometimes that voice of lowly or meanie looks to the other person as ego. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: I'm saying that in an egotistical way, not as in personality way. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So you have to look at maybe if somebody um, or yourself, if you see yourself getting defensive or egotistical about something, that is me reacting to something I've told myself Mm -hmm. that I'm insecure about. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. and so it's interesting to observe yourself in situations and notice when lowly or meanie shows up in a public way.
1: Well, and sometimes that other person is actually a gift to you in disguise because they're showing you something you need to help yourself. Correct with or do. And it's, I mean, it's so hard to view it like that. And it's so hard to remember that even if, even if like we're sitting here and everyone's listening and nodding their head saying, yep, I know that that's true. When you get that trigger, Next week, from a family member or at a cocktail party or whatever it is, right. a coworker, it's going to be hard to remember, "Oh, this oh, is a trigger for okay. me to remember what I need to teach myself, for my benefit and growth." Yeah. It, I mean it's really hard in that moment, and it's fine. That's the process. Yes. Honor the process. none of us have it figured out. none of us remember it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have some of these tools, I think it helps you. I think yes. it go back.
0: I, I think it's awesome to recognize. I don't usually in the moment recognize when a trigger has caused me to react in a negative way. I usually don't recognize that until a day or so later Uh because, and what'll make me recognize that it's happened is, um, I'll be rerunning the conversation
1: Yes. and
0: running it and running it and running it. And then I recognize, Oh, I'm I'm rerunning this conversation in my head, which was not pleasant in the moment. Why was it not pleasant in the moment? What created this feeling for me? And what do I need to resolve or what was Lowly telling me at that point that caused me to react this way to whatever happened? Those re- so it sometimes takes me a day or two to realize that Lowly reared her ugly head and made me react in an unpleasant way to something that triggered me.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it It, can even take longer than that. It can, it (laughs) can,
0: it can. I I would Mm -hmm. say I've exercised, I have exercised that muscle a lot in the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's why I'm only a day behind. Mm -hmm. Where before, sometimes I just didn't, I just re-ran the conversation Mm -hmm. until the next conversation came up in my head, you know.
1: Okay, so I want to talk about other people a little bit more. Even though we're saying it's all about yourself and how are you talking to yourself, This was another big moment for me to realize and something I have to re-remind myself all the time. And it's that when you are having those issues with another person, or maybe they are triggering your inner conflicts, um, recognize that everyone else has those too. They are learning their lessons also and they are put on the earth also to learn lessons and whatever they're doing is a Mm -hmm. manifestation or a representation of that. So even if it looks bad or nasty, trust that process and understand it probably has some divinity in it Mm -hmm. and definitely understand that every other person has free will Mm -hmm. and every other person is a sovereign being. Mm And that was a big thing to me on other people feeling like other people were judging me or criticizing and me realizing that me trying to change that, me having a desire to change how someone else treats me, Mm -hmm. um, is me trying to mess with their free will or their sovereignty. And I don't really have the right to do that. The only person I have the right to mess with, so to speak, or to work on or to change as myself. Mm-hmm. So that is truly the only control I have. Yeah. And I think that gave me a big piece also. And I really realized that because it was like me letting go of something I can't control anyway and actually have no right to.
0: It's interesting because, um, I'll have a family member maybe come to me and be like, Oh, this got to me that so and so did this or said that. And I'm, And usually my first reaction is you have zero control over their actions. The Mm -hmm. only thing you have control over is how you react to it. So that's your choice. You can't change them.
1: But we don't have any control over feelings either. Some people just aren't going to like you.
0: (laughs) And that's okay. (laughs) Yeah. That's okay. I know. Um, Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is, you can't really take it personal. Right. You can't take it personal because usually when they're having a reaction that, It's not usually about, it's not about you usually. It's about Mm -hmm. them. And I mean, and again, that's the personality
1: or the ego or a little bit saying it's about me.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Completely. Completely. Yes, definitely. And that's, I'm going to tell on my husband a little bit. here. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he won't listen to this. (laughs) But um, he, he gets, you know, gets mad in the car at the other car drivers. Yeah. Right. And. I'm going to just reiterate, we have a like three and a half minute commute from our house to our office. So it's really funny to me how riled up he can get on the road, and after <laughs> three and a half minute commute. but he'll come in and he'll be like, you won't believe what happened by, by, by telling me what some car did to him on the way home. And, and I'm like, it, they don't know you and, and this is not personal, uh-huh. right? So you, you can just choose to let it go. Because they didn't cut you off because they said, uh-oh, there's Stephen Dunn. Cut him off. No. It
1: mm-hmm. wasn't about
0: you. They were probably in a rush to get to the grocery store. No kidding. Yeah. Or having <laughs> but, a really you know, bad day. Or they're having or a really or, bad yeah. day. Mm-hmm. I, I often have to say, it's not about you mm-hmm. when that sort of thing happens. Yeah. You know? So, maybe he won't hear this. (laughs) I don't think he'd (laughs) mind that. Yeah. It's not too bad. Yeah. You know, there are other situations. He knows what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. But it's, you know, it's always easier when you're on the other side watching it than when you're the one in it. Like, after I say that to him, he knows exactly where I'm coming from. Him and I talk about this in vibe stuff all the time. But when you're in that moment, it's really hard to recognize it. But when mm-hmm. he comes in and tells me, I'm not in the moment, I've got this, you know, seat in the audience watching. So it's very easy for me to go, eh, that's not about you. You know, it's easy mm-hmm. for me to see it on the outside, just like it, Amy and I were talking about Meanie, Meanie and Loli. Uh-huh. It's easier for the other person who's not in the throes of the feelings mm-hmm. to take, take a seat back and help.
1: Yeah. And that's, I mean, this is, I'm going to reiterate something else we've said over and over again, and we'll say over and over again, it's a process. Mm -hmm. Um, and nothing we say, feel, or believe here is to say, um, you should not have those bad moments or you should be above them. You're going to have them. And in fact, honor them. Yeah. The key is just, Mm-hmm. To recognize them and observe them and learn from them at the pace
0: whatever that pace you can that it,
1: you can and want yeah. to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's your choice. it's everyone's choice,
0: and this journey is here until the end. It's kind yeah. of, it's just to kind of take an analogy of what we talk about at InVibe and correlate it with what I teach people when they're coming in with back pain, neck pain, or you know just stuff that they're working on with their physical body. I say. The things that create dysfunction in the physical body are not going away. So this journey of constantly working on being stronger, more symmetrical, more limber, whatever you personally need for your body, it's going to always be there. So it should be like changing the oil in your car. You can't just keep driving your car without Mm -hmm. changing the oil if you want your car to keep running. So therefore you have to keep doing the work. And when I'm talking about the physical body, I, you know, have to give them examples about, you know, little things that stress and sound aren't going away. Gravity is not going away. Yeah. Gravity takes a toll on our posture. Mm -hmm. Right. So there's that little physical thing, but like the little things that create your triggers, As much as we're doing our self-work, yes, we're healing stuff, but there's always the next layer. So the triggers might be less at different times in our life, but they might be more depending on what you're trying to heal at that moment. And I think as long as we're here in what, um, they call the earth school, Mm -hmm. we're here to learn. Yeah. So. I think so,
1: and I mean, it's what we've talked about before, and it's we have another teacher who describes it as a spiral, and you start at the outer layer, and you just keep going closer and closer to the inside. You're not really ever all-knowing, or probably yes. most of us are not going to ever be all-knowing, or fully fixed. enlightened, or <laughs> fixed, or ascended, or whatever term you want to use, but you can get to where However far you vacillate from that center is lesser and lesser and lesser. So like you were saying earlier, it just takes me a day or two to at least recognize, oh, that, that's mm-hmm. what that was and mm-hmm. what I need to address. And here's the other thing about what you were saying is that, um, we are ready for different things at different times, and sometimes we have to remember things we even already know. I mean, it just—I told you that in preparing for this podcast, I went and read back through some of my old journal entries, and I was reading some of them. Some of them about this topic, some of them about others. Going, "Wow, I knew a lot three years ago. How did I forget <laughs> it all? What happened?" Yeah. And wow, I was so enlightened, and now I kind of forgotten all of that. But that's realize that that's all part of the process as well. Mm-hmm. for us to take what we need when we need it and then go back to it. Yes, yeah.
0: definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Amy has a great tool. She writes these little notes and posts them all over her I office. do. And so when I come over here to work, I'm like, I start reading. And then I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's great. That's good. <laughs> it's I good. I do
1: when I want to remember something either, if it's something I've read from someone else or yeah. an insight I've had that really struck me. I have little note cards. Mm-hmm. And I put that thing on that note card. Um, And if it refers back to a page in a book, I write that down so I know, go back and read this part of The Power of Now. (laughs) Or if it um, relates to maybe one of my journaling sessions, I'll write the date so I can go back and read what made me come up with that. What made me come Mm -hmm. up with that exact prayer, that exact Mm -hmm. thought. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I've helped myself in that way Mm -hmm. going back through.
0: Yeah, those are great. Those Mm -hmm. are really good. I need to be better about that. (laughs) <laughs>
1: well, we all have our own different tools yeah and that's I'll, the key is figuring it out
0: I'll sometimes write it down in like a little journal but I have about four different little journals I do going right now I do too. and like I'll write it in one and then I'll go write something in a different <laughs> one and then they're all yeah it's part of that maybe I need to reread that decluttering article mm-hmm. you wrote about making your space better yeah <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. that'll help too yeah but Yeah, so hopefully this helps you Yeah, in recognizing first that you have that voice. And then maybe you can do the same little tool that Amy and I did and just kind of give it a name. And um, try and figure out ways in your life where you notice it coming up. And
1: what is it saying?
0: What's it saying? How does it make you feel? Mm -hmm. And then make your choice. Yeah. Whatever your choice is to change it, tell yourself a different truth. Right. Mm -hmm. Or the truth where notice that Lily doesn't tell me the truth
1: and something I really feel like we, I'm, I'm feeling the need to bring up to people more and more right now. For some reason, it's okay to seek outside help too. Mm -hmm. If, if you do get to the inner saboteur or voice or trigger and realize it is just too big to tackle yourself, Mm -hmm. um, There really are people out there that can help. And I think um, we're in a time where that...
0: Is more important than ever. It it
1: really is. Mm -hmm. And it's a gift to have and be able to do that as well. And you're worth it.
0: (laughs) You're worth it. You're worth
1: doing that. Mm
0: -hmm. And me saying... Oh, you have a choice. Just make a choice. That doesn't always, you can't always see that. You can be too deep in a hole to see you have a choice. Step one of the choice
1: might be getting the help though. I mean, that, that is a big
0: part of the choice Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: saying, I don't want to feel like this anymore, but I can't handle it on my own. Mm -hmm. So that, that is a, I think that is a choice asking for help um, in, in getting through it. So give yourself permission Mm -hmm. to do that too. So, awesome. Yeah. Well, so, thank you guys for joining us for another episode of In Vibe Life Conversations. We're having so much fun doing it. Um, we definitely hope you'll leave some comments, subscribe, like the podcast. Yeah. Check out our articles. Definitely. On InVibeLife.com.
0: Thanks for listening. Yeah. Bye. Thank you for listening to the In Vibe Life podcast. For more information and to join our community, be sure and check out our website at www.invibelife.com. We look forward to sharing with you.